Hi, and welcome back to the Race Lab podcast, a podcast all about motorsport. And as always, I'm joined by my race engineer, Oliver Cassidy. Get in there, Anthony. Hello, Thank everyone. You. Thank you, Bono. Uh, and well, look after your tyres. My tyres are gone, uh, but I'm still going to win by 40 seconds. Um, <laughs> The last few weeks has been a lot of those. You had MotoGP, you had the brand new season of Extreme E, and you also had Formula E back in Rome for its double header weekend. But we're not looking at the races that uh, have already happened just quite yet. We're going to be starting with our predictions for a race this weekend at Imola or the Imola Emmanuel. Molio Romano, Emiliano Reggiana, blah blah blah, 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 blah penne blah, pasta, Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Basically, the San Marino Grand Prix. If we want to, it's in San Marino. We'll just go with that. I didn't even realise that they they called it that for years, but it's never. It's actually not in San Marino. I know. It's, that's that's. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's in Imola. They should just call it the Imola. Yeah, Why is it Grand called Prix. the Emilia Romano? I don't know. I think it's because it's like the region. The region was fed up of it being called like San Marino. I think that's what it is. I'm yeah. not sure. Well, I could just call it Imola. That would also work. Anyway, after the great race that we had between Mercedes and Red Bull at Bahrain, we're coming to a track that is very different uh, in terms of style. It's very narrow, very bendy. And is quite high speed in terms of all of its corners. And would argue there aren't that many breaking, uh, heavy braking zones for overtaking opportunities. So looking at the contrast and tracks, how do you think this weekend is going to go between the two top teams? Well, you've already spoke about it. Like it's different. There's only realistically one, if not two, maybe three, if you're like overtaking a Haas, over, over, overtaking chances. Your main one's going to be down the front straight, um, as we saw with the staff and the Bottas last year. So, yeah, I think the main thing is qualifying is going to be very crucial and uh, track position is going to be, you know, whereas Max last, uh, I was going to say last week, it was like last year, the Bahrain one, near enough. But um, Max had the comfort of he was eight seconds behind, but knew he could near enough chase him down than that, whereas that's not going to be the case in Imola. It's going to be a lot different. It's going to be... It's going. To, I always, it's like a Monaco race where you're just going to want to do like a, you know, the overcuts are going to play into you know phase a little bit. I think where you're going to be stuck behind a car that you know if you've defeated, uh, you'd be stuck behind a car, uh, and then the person that stayed out might overcut you. I think we might see a little bit of that. But um, yeah, it's going to be very different. Barring, I wouldn't say a polar opposite, but fairly opposite. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It's a very old school circuit. There are gravel traps all around it. And compared to Bahrain with its lovely runoff areas. So it, it as obviously when Verstappen overtook Bottas last year, it was because Bottas made a mistake coming out of the penultimate corner, running yeah, onto the gravel. So it is between those, it is, gonna, it is a different kind of circuit. One that you would normally say would traditionally suit a Red Bull. Because Probably. in the past, they are renowned for being great round, fast corners and well, tracks that are heavily corners-based. Those, uh, those last few corners of Bahrain, the rebel was very good. You know, the swooping, uh, swooping right-hander at turn 11 or something. Um, yeah, they're like the turn 10, turn 11, 
yeah, complex. that complex. Red Bull was very good there. Yeah. So I'm, I like to think, I like to think Red Bull are just going to be even stronger. Um, but then you can never, ever, ever doubt Mercedes. Yeah, it it is going to be one of them circuits that, when one person is in front, it is going to be a case that you stay in front unless there is overcuts and undercuts. So it's going to be heavily strategy-based. Although saying that, we did see some very good racing last year. So we can never... Yeah, but when there were battles, there were good battles. But that was when they were there. And one team that seemed to disappoint everyone at Bahrain was Aston Martin. Everyone, I mean, testing, they were weak, but they were expecting... I'm sure they were expecting as well to be on the form that they were from last year from when they were racing point. So what do you reckon? Well, one side of the garage had an all right weekend. It was the, uh, the bigger side of the garage didn't have a good weekend. Um, they're going to need to improve. Alpine, I think, as well, going to need to improve. I think they, I think a few teams bought upgrades. No, Alpine's one of those that's bought upgrades. Um, I'm sure Aston Martin will be bringing stuff. I've heard that Hats are bringing upgrades to this track, and that is all they're having this year. So that's going to be an Well, if their upgrade is a brand new car, then I don't really think those upgrades are going to be making they can't much really of a difference. Break, can they? They are. Yeah, true. They can't you really go. Um, yeah, for a GP2 engine, it might go quicker. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Um, so obviously Alpine as well. They, Everyone's saying they had quite what was seemingly... For Fernando Alonso, everyone said, oh, he had a very good Bahrain until the plastic bag stopped yeah, his race. It was a plastic bag, wasn't it? A sandwich bag wrapper thing, yeah. Yeah, someone's packed lunch ruined a <laughs> Formula One car's race, which is just hilarious. Um, Zach Brown's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Zach Brown or uh, Cyril or, Beautiful. Cyril, Beautiful Game <laughs> No, but... So you would you would hope that this time it is going to be Alpine are going to be showing their true form as well because they were yeah. in the points until that incident and yeah. were scra- scrapping with uh, Vettel, Ocon was. Yeah. So you can look at that. Uh, one team that is definitely going to be looking out for this weekend is AlphaTauri, as yes, per usual. They're, they're going to be they're my home dark race. horses. They're going to be my dark horses this race. Yeah, they honestly being best of the rest. Yeah, they had a very strong qualifying for me last year. Gasly qualified P4, Kvyat finished P4, um, and then they did a lot of testing around him, and in particular Yuki Tsunoda. We saw how good he was at Bahrain. He's never raced an F1 car there before yeah. until testing, and uh, he had three days of testing, practice, qualifying, and then finishing the points and debut. It is um, definitely going to be one of the ones where, well, you will see how it goes. Uh, but for him in qualifying, it was very much that his Q2 was what let him down. If he can get the Q2 hooked, it, mm. I, I would be very tempted to see him pushing it for top four in quality in Q3 if he gets in the Q3. Mm. Because especially the amount of practice that they have a team has had there, uh, especially with Gasly as well, because he got P4 last year, as you said. It'll be definitely a quality battle between the two of them. Mm, sure. Um, one team that you're going to expect to see 
carrying momentum you presume from Bahrain it's a very different circuit and from what I remember last year they struggled here a bit is McLaren um, there, yeah yeah for last year they weren't the best but seeing their performance in Bahrain it could certainly be different for them well obviously Ricardo took the podium last year with uh, Renault so he has a good bit of form heading into his track um and he also now has a bet with Zach Brown as well for a podium finish this year. I would, I would, yeah, I would argue that's a better bet than giving your team leader a tattoo. So, yeah. <laughs> Who then got fired. Exactly. Maybe it's a tattoo that got him fired. It was that, it's that inappropriate. Maybe it's because I like McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> Just Zach Brown's face on his butt cheek or something like that. I don't know. Oh, French. <laughs> So, it, yeah, so Ricardo's proven that he has got the performance round here to do well. Uh, when, mm. But that was admittedly in a different team and a different car. Yeah. Uh, Lando Norris, McLaren, as we said, were a bit iffy here last year. So it'll be interesting to see with what they've carried through from into this year to see how much of a difference that is going to make for them around a different track. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um I feel like McLaren will be strong, but I don't think they'll be. Like I said, I don't. I feel. I feel like AlphaTauri will be best of the rest. Um, the team which I'll be curious to, see to do is Ferrari. To be honest, yeah, one, one of their two home races, you could arguably say might be more. <laughs> yeah, so you have have Ferrari, who last year they were Ferrari. That's all that needs to be said about their performance last year at Imola. Um, but we're in Bahrain back on to a fighting pace uh, is the yeah, best way to put there's, it there's progress which is the main thing for them yeah there is progress and um, so Carlos Sainz will be interesting to see how he does because even though everyone's saying that he they were looking forward to him being in the team he did a very similar performance what I would say is Sebastian Vettel when he had a good day last year Mm, is yeah. how is how his race went in Bali. We'll give him a bit of time though. It was his debut. It was yeah, yeah. I feel like science. It it doesn't in my opinion it it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem a right fit. I mean I hope it will be, but I still I still see him as a McLaren driver. Yeah, it almost feels wrong seeing him. There. Yeah, it does. Um, and then obviously <laughs> there's the other Italian team. Uh, Alpha Romeo, who have, are also for of the midfield, they, they are were decent. A Kimi dark was horse. close in Bahrain. I can. It's going to be a bit of a bigger struggle because I feel like I don't know why. I, I don't feel like they're going to have as good as a Bahrain, uh, as good as an Imola as they did in Bahrain. Um, I'm not too. I, yeah, they're a really hard one to pick actually because. There's some days where I can see them being literally with the Williams and the Haas. But then there's other days where Reichen in particular will challenge your Alpine, your Astons, and maybe sneak yeah, one Yeah, because you just need to Ferrari. remember the performance he did last year at Portugal where he gained 10 positions off the start. Yeah, it was crazy, like wasn't it? So it'll be uh, definitely interesting to see how they do. Um but the last team, the last team, two teams that we to talk about, we've already briefly mentioned Haas. Um, but I think we know how their, how, their weekend, yeah, how their weekends go to go. And then there's Williams as well, um, which I'm sure George Russell will improve from last year's performance at Imola when he spun out behind the safety car into the wall. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, hopefully course. we can see him getting points, which he was on track to get last year at Imola. It was certainly yeah, a safe he was day. And then maybe see Latifi as well, possibly challenging him a bit more in qualifying. Yeah, which is what he challenge. said he wanted to do a bit more uh, this year is have a better qualifying pace. Because ultimately, when you look at that, when he challenges George Russell in qualifying, it'll make George Russell want to go even quicker. So Yeah, you need a competitive teammate behind you. And I just feel like, yeah, he doesn't have as good competition as he should. Um, but hopefully, hopefully George can sneak. I think a good... Another good one for Williams to be sneaking in the Q2, which I think is more than doable. Yeah, absolutely. So, we've looked at uh, the teams and their possible performance coming into this weekend. Um, but what is your prediction for the top five finishes? In order, we'll go from... Yeah, from first to fifth. Oh, I want to say, I'm going to go with Stappen, Win, Stappen, Hamilton... Bottas, and I'm going to say Leclerc, and then Gasly, my top five. Save it, folks. Guarantee. Yeah. See, I'm going to agree with you for Stappen, Hamilton as a top two, yeah. then Bottas, definitely, because it's Mercedes, hard to say. And then I am going to say uh, Norris. And then Perez. So a very similar top five. Yeah, to I don't know why. I, I should have written maybe for year. Perez in, but I can just see Gasly and I can see another bit of a shoddy qualifying for Perez. Yeah. And then Imola's a lot harder to overtake. Though I, I don't doubt that the Alpha Tauri this weekend is going to be pushing it to Perez. Mm. Not necessarily Verstappen, because we obviously know how the car is designed around Verstappen's driving style. Um, but I definitely see Perez possibly coming under pressure from Gasly and Sonoda at some point within this race. Hopefully. Like I said, I, I've, I've fallen in love with Yuki Sonoda's driving style. He's a, and, and, you know, he's such a happy, nice, funny guy. Yeah. And he's, um, I want to be mates with him. <laughs> That's yeah, my goal. I want to be my friend. Oh, well, he's, yeah. two, he's two days older than me, so he can, he can be May exactly. 2000 again. It's, it's, it's like... He's the same age as us and he's on a Formula One grid. You don't. I, and I'm, just... I'm currently sitting here on a sofa bed doing a podcast. No disrespect yeah. <laughs> Race Lab podcast, but Sonoda's driving. I'm going to sack you. Oh, what, what are you saying? I was going to say, Toto Wolf's giving me the Toto axe. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Kvyat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Toro Rosso, guys. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so that is what we think we are going to expect from Imola and we'll see what actually happens at the weekend. Better not well, be a boring race. Yeah, I hope not. Three week wait. Better not be a boring race. We will see. And well, over the last few weekends, there's been some races as well. And let's just say it's been very electric. Uh, two yeah. weeks ago, there was the inaugural round of extreme extreme e uh which yeah, it was quite extreme i saw was I very extreme i saw i saw some crashes but i'll try and remain impartial um i i did get a bit bored um it it I'm, was I, f- I feel like the but, concept is great i, I like will happily con- i will happily watch it and if they tweak it i just 
it was very hard to follow. Like I was trying to watch the qualifying. Yeah. I was confused by aggregates and. Yeah. So the yeah, the rough idea of how it worked is that there were two qualifying sessions, and each qualifying right. session consisted of two laps. Yeah. One for the male driver and one for the female driver, and then they added them both together from both qualies. Yeah, they did a two run. Yeah. And then, but, was, and then then I got confused because Jensen got like a sixty second penalty. Yes, that line, yeah, which, that's because uh, his team. They, didn't they say it's sort of in the something along lane. the lines of every kilometer you speed or something? Then yeah, you get which, a penalty. Yeah, which in fair is quite a good way of doing it if it wasn't in a desert. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but to argue for safety reasons because of the fact that the pit lane is open essentially, it's an open. It pit is lane. technically a pit lane. I understand that. It so was a, it was a bit confusing and. I don't know. I'm. It was. It felt more like a time trial event, like with a little bit yeah. of race. I um, have a feeling that the concept of the whole like schedule and running order would work uh, in another round. But the issue that set this back is that it was in a desert. Was so the am- the amount of dust and sand that was thrown up meant there was no racing. Basically, once you got into first, into the first corner. Yeah, um, I love the concept you, though of the want... male and female drivers. Yeah, uh, I love that concept. I think it's and this to be honest, it's about time that a sport did that. And there was a what was it? Was it uh, on the Ros? Uh, was it Molly Taylor? I think her name was. Um, did a terrific run. She was literally yeah. miles ahead. Um, I think she was I, part of the Rosberg team. Yeah, I, I believe she is. Ahead, didn't it? it was Rosberg's yeah. team that Rosberg beat Hamilton guys. 2016 again. 2016 flashbacks. It is, <laughs> it, is, it is another grudge match for them. Except and Jensen Miles back, time. so it is 2016. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, Jensen Button isn't actually a rally driver, let's be honest. So he's, no, he's not. He's done Dakar, or was it Baja he did? I can't quite remember, but he did one he of them. He did uh, the Baja. Yeah, yeah Baja. <laughs> Baja, Baja. Baja. I like think that, it's Baja. Baja, B-A-J-A. Baja. It's Baja. Baja. Um, so he has some experience, but it's um, going to be, I think when it goes to what the glacier or the jungle or the Arctic, that's where it's going. going. Yeah. So for those who aren't aware, the different places that this is going to be set is there's going to be the one in the desert that's gone. There's going to be one by a glacier. There's going to be one by a beach or on a beach called for the yeah. ocean extreme pre uh and there's also going to be one in the arctic so oh, wow. it's it is very much going for a world championship it is doing a proper world championship that is what you call a world championship yeah so it will be very That's good to GP see bloody Spain. the only issue is it's with for a spec series essentially it's all the cars are spec they're all exactly the same one of the cars had to pull out because of one of the incidents because they didn't have... It was the have, one, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it that they, one? They didn't have spare parts to replace a roll cage. That's what got I didn't notched. like. So there was only, I'll be honest, I, I, didn't, I didn't do as much research as I should have because I thought there was going to be 18 cars. I thought there was going to be a male and then, you know, they were all going to do a, a male driver, female driver, two different cars. Um, I quite like it. Like I, I initially sat there and said, "Oh my god, there's only nine cars." And then obviously, when one of them was pulled out, the Veloce one, 
um, I was like, oh god. Um, yeah, it was still good though. It was and still it, to improve it. They need spare more spare parts because that because of the fact that they didn't weren't allowed didn't have enough spares. Yeah, it's but it's the same with any new starter hits. series. When you look at Formula E, how the first round of Formula E, how many exactly. people didn't even finish or start that race. That's when Heidfeld went to the moon, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like the last corner, and he went basically got thrown yeah. against the wall with sideways. A like this. It's a brand new series. It's you know, there's there's nothing but like it's just something else to watch. It's something new to watch. A bit like Formula E. Not like it, this is replacing WRC, like Formula no. 2. Ulti- ultimately, Formula it just needs time to develop and grow and work yeah. out what needs to be improved with the concept. And it looks like, from what I've seen, that they're, they're willing to take on bits of advice and looking ahead. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully it'll be better. And I mean, the one thing I didn't like is the whole race control thing also seemed a bit gimmicky. Yeah, I'm not a fan. That's that's, I, I agree with that with Formula E as well. I, yeah, I get... They all um, sit there. They're all standing in this little tent. Yeah. Tent. Oh, no. I want to see punches throwing like PK on Salazar. You know I, get, I, mean? I, I get flashbacks to the opening ceremony of that USA Grand Prix one time where they were all meant to come oh, out. Like, yeah, it's, see, was, like it was a WrestleMania. I was a controversial one that liked that. I no, like to that be fair, that was quite funny for some of them because they really, they really went for it. Whereas Kimmy... So, you know. Yeah, see, I quite like that intro, but yeah, that's for another day. But So, all in all, good concept, just didn't quite work in the desert, I, yeah. is, is my opinion on it. Yeah, exactly. But the other uh, electric race that happened the weekend that just went was the doubleheader in Rome for the Rome E Prix for the ABB FIA Formula E World Championship. I got it all in one. Get um, all the sponsors in. ABB, okay. if you want to sponsor the Race Lab podcast, yeah. uh, please feel free. Uh, email support. us at racelabpod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, and any other sponsors out there listen to yeah. this at email. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and if you want to put us on your car, will happily be yeah. uh, well anyway so looking at Formula E it was very good for it was a brand new circuit in Rome uh, they redesigned it uh, some sections were still the same they had a brand new hairpin um, and it rained a lot that is, yeah, that, is, is. that is all I can say uh, it, was, there was, there, it was good I like that See, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the Diria one because I didn't think there was many overtaking. There was only one overtaking opportunity. I didn't like yeah. it. But this one, I was. I didn't watch it all, but from what I saw, it was more entertaining. And it, take the weather out, it was still more entertaining. Yeah, um, it was. It was a very good result. And if we look at all the teams, well, from the two weekends, Mercedes had a very mixed bag. They, did, for, they, they took each other out. Yeah, they, they took each other each out other because of De, De Grassi De slowing. Then they had an absolutely mental crash on the main straight, uh, yeah. for, which put Stoffel Van Dorn out because De Vries decided to pit manoeuvre him. Because, no, yeah. essentially what happened was he hit a bump that threw his car off and then De Vries went into the back of him. Yeah, so, it was unfortunate, but they bounced back with the win. With Van the win Dorn. because of. Uh, was it Cassidy? Cassidy had uh, yeah, was was on pole, and then yeah, spun it going into turn it. four, <laughs> locked up and spun it. So that was uh, Cassidy's need to look out for each other. Yeah. So it felt really bad. Then you have 
DS to Cheetah team, who also had a very mixed weekend well, as well. They took the win in race one. Yeah, on where own. Vern, who had it all in all, quite a bad quality from what I well, remember. He had a bad, in the practice, he, um, he had a big crash. Um, oh, yeah, because of uh, it was the Oliver Turvey, uh, who didn't realise that everyone was doing a race start practice race start i went straight into the back of them he mounted him basically he he mounted oh, a lot of people it was, well, it, yeah. it was an episode of on the discovery channel is the best yeah. one to put what happened there um and then jaguar they had a very great saturday with a two three the first double podium double in four uh, yeah. with samba second and then uh, Mitch, Mitch Heavens third. Then you look at their Sunday race, Sandbird DNF'd. There's last lap, wasn't it, with the the, the yeah the sandwich with a, and then, it was a breeze and Roland sandwich. Yeah, and then Mitch Evans came uh, came sixth. That's uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure from what I am checked standings. I'm pretty sure Sam, Sandbird leads the standings. Yeah, Sandbird is leading the standings. He's always been a driver that informally has always been there. Never he's the only person who won in every every year of Formula E, and he's obviously yeah. won in um, he won in Diria, so that still continues. So yeah, and obviously um, he was at uh, Envision Virgin for the whole of the Formula E for exactly. the exactly, and then and then he season. made the change this year. This year to Jaguar, and it's I'd say it's worked out for him. It's been a very yeah, clearly <laughs> like Jaguar have always like been there, but this year they put it on and they have done a brilliant job. Well, it's clearly got Formula. two cars. Like I said last year. Uh, Previous years, they've only really just had Mitch Evans at the top. Yeah. And, um, they've now got two guys taking it to each other, helping Abs- them push them Absolutely. The um, Porsche this weekend seemed to have a bit of a mixed bag. They got third in the second race with Verline. Yeah, I think uh, was disqualified, wasn't he? For, which was heartbreak. Normally, yeah. was disqualified for overuse of energy, I, which it, it didn't seem fair because they, they then took energy off after the safety car. And they didn't realise how much they were taking off. Yeah. So then he had to set it, which I, I didn't like that. That that quite annoyed me because, yeah, he had to basically coast it and he still came home third and took the podium, but then they took it off him because yeah. of, they were yeah. taking energy off after the safety car. Very unfair for him. Um, and then there's, well, there is Edward Mortara for Venturi. He got fourth in the second race. So he did a... He did quite a good job, and Gunter got fifth. I mean, considering he always seems to be spinning whenever I watch him, that uh, he does spend most of his time he, he face as well. Yeah, I'm face. Joking, that was really, that was really. <laughs> good. I don't even know why it's in my head. Too much drive to survive. I just hear the word Gunter. I'm like Gunter Steiner. No, it's it's another another Gunter. Yeah. But all in all, the new layout for Formula E was generally very good and they're announcing yeah. more rounds as they go along because of yeah, so COVID. It's so, a bit of a curious one because drivers have got to be up there because they, you know, I think like they said in the commentary, they could already be a quarter of the way through the season but they don't know so they, you can't anticipate on so many races you've just got to get your points back yeah. and earn like Sam Bird and Jaguar have done. E- exactly. So, I definitely think that the title fight, as always, as every year in Formula E, is going to be very interesting. Uh, it's going to be electrifying. Hey. Yeah, it's going to be electrifying. I am ecstatic. No? 
No, okay. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get fired yeah. off our own podcast. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> fire ourselves. Right, yeah. and then finally there is the MotoGP, the second round of Doha that happened two weeks ago. The other um, Yamaha one. Another Yamaha one again. Everyone thought it was going to be Ducati once again, were. who had an absolutely brilliant start, as per usual, with the NOS oh. system or whatever they've got, and mm. shot up uh, into the position. Yeah, shot off the line, actually. Miguel Oliveira went from like 12th to 3rd. Yeah, I know. And the like, person... Has he got that if they've thrown a Ducati underneath his bike? But um, the person... it was a good round. It was a yeah. really good round. And... The biggest story of the weekend by far was Jorge Martin. In his yeah. second ever most GP race, took pole position on a on a satellite bike, which is unreal. And then still came home and came home third. Yeah, exactly. And he did. He did a great double job. Podium, double then, podium, Pramac. They're getting close. They always fall short of a win, but surely, surely this, this is going to be a year. Like Tech Three, it took them twenty years or whatever uh, with um. Until Miguel Oliveira won in Styria last year um, and Portugal, so hopefully Pramac finally get their their win they deserve. They've come yeah. so close with Petrucci in the past, with Reading, with yeah, they've they've always been you know nay, they've always been close but just too far for win. Um, I mean, the, we we have to talk about the winner, Quateraro, who Quateraro. Well, when I watched watched the race, he was. Almost seemed like he was nowhere to begin with. He drops down to eighth yeah, position off off the start. When I was, do you know, when I was just before the race started, yeah, I was looking at the people. I was looking at like, oh, you're going to look at your Vinales, you're going to look at your Pramax, you're going to look at the, you know, Miller, Bangyaya. I did not even, I just not even forgot. But I just didn't even think Quattararo was going to be a factor for the win, and he just. I know, he, he was essentially absolutely nowhere. He was, well, not nowhere, he was in the points, he was eighth. He was solid in the points, he was higher yeah. in the points. But but then all, on the last five laps, he all of a sudden weaved his way through the field and was pole and then pulled out a one and a half second gap by the end. Best bit of my GP, it's so unpredictable. Just Which got was, timing perfectly, just like he did. It With was the, uh, you know, the Yamaha's down on straight line speed to um, Ducatis, both Vinales and Quattararo timed it perfectly in Qatar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, really strong for Yamaha. Really, yeah, really Yama- Yamaha, and everyone thought it was going to be Ducati who was going to be dominating it this year. Yamaha yeah. is really showing the field who is boss. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting now because big news is this weekend in Portugal, a certain Mark Marquez is now back. And uh, on his Honda? Yes, on his Honda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, Mark Marquez will be back. It's it's going to be so curious. You have some people that think he's going to wipe the floor because of, you know, he, he as he has done. But uh, People have got to realise he's been out off a bike for over a year now, I think it is. Actually, it was eight months or something like that because the season started later. But he's, he, it's so hard. I don't have a clue how yeah. he could literally yeah. come back and wipe the floor, come first in every session and say, see you later, a bunch of amateurs, like he always does, uh, injury-free. Or he could literally be struggling at the back trying to overcome his injury. Yeah. Or, yeah. It could be in the middle. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. I feel, I feel like if he can get a top ten result, perfect. Because if he can get a top ten, he is still in this champion. You know, he's only missed two rounds, fifty points. Um, 
and he's won these championships. I know, obviously, in his prime fitness, uh, he's won this championship by way more than 50 points in the past. So he's won it, I think he's won it over 100 points. He's he's still going to be a factor in this championship, in my opinion. I just, I'm going to be, I can't even say a prediction how he's going to do yeah. it. Uh, I mean, ultimately, the way you have to look at it is that he's going to be eager and hungry to get back out there. You can't deny he's that. He's also he, got to be careful that he doesn't cause... Yeah, he's got to be careful. After his first injury in uh, Spain, when they went to Andalusia, um, the same round in Jerez, this round two, he tried forcing it too early and that ruined him. And it meant he was out for the whole year. Yeah. He's got to be careful. He has, got, he has got to be careful, but... You can't deny the fact that he wants to go out there, go back he's out there, and go back out there fighting. He's so. not here to come tenth or just game, but he's here to win. Doesn't matter if he's got a dodgy arm or not. He's here to win. All I can say is I, I certainly look forward to seeing what he can do. Same in that field now that he is going to be back for Portugal. Yes. With that, we have come to the end of the Race Lab podcast. Join us next time when we will be going. All through all the motorsport events that happen, so you'll have MotoGP we'll as always, as well as Formula we'll One. Going through over Sonoda, winning everyone. Yep, Sonoda's going to win. You heard it here first. Come on, Yuki, and well, <laughs> this has been the Race Lab Podcast. My name is Anthony Reynolds. He is Oliver Casti, and we will see you next time on the Grid. See you later, guys.